Welcome to Banter and Such. I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And today we are talking about Nicholas fucking Woo! Cage! <laughs> <laughs> I am too, and today we have a guest on. He has been requesting this topic for so long. You have heard him before. Alex Alberico is on with us today. Hola, way. <laughs> All right, let's get into some BS. Alex, obviously, you've been requesting to do Nicolas Cage for quite a long time. Show us your receipts. Why have you wanted to do this episode particularly? I mean, Nick Cage to me is like a guilty pleasure for me. I just I do love a lot of bad Nicolas Cage movies, but as as we all do, it's all it's just that like lighthearted, like oh, this is ridiculous, but I'm I'm sucked in no matter what. And I think it was with you. We were uh, what, what was it? The Star Wars movie or a new Marvel movie? But we all saw oh, um, uh, the preview for it, and I was freaking out. Shit. I was like, a Nick Cage movie about Nick Cage, Cage playing yeah. Nick Cage. Cage I'm yeah. fucking the, in. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, so wonderful. Yeah, what movie? Because it wasn't Jackass. Because that was the Batman one. We saw the Batman for that one. So I think it was older. I think it was either the Spider-Man one. Okay, yeah, it could have been that. Because that was a big group to go yeah. to Spider-Man. Dude, or that... The Eternals, one of those yeah. two. Okay, yeah, that's right. See, that, that's the kind of movie you want your trailer in front of. You know, oh, a lot, yeah. You know, put it put it in front of like Avengers or Spider-Man or something like that. Everybody's going to see Can that. Can you stop quoting the movie already? <laughs> like, it's we're not even into it <laughs> we yet. Got, we got we to have trailer bait, man. We got yeah. to look for the trailer. So today we are going to be talking a lot about Nicolas Cage, but mainly, I mean, I don't know if we're getting mainly is the right term. We're going to we're gonna ride it. We're just going to ride it. The and... reason why we're talking about it is because of the new movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It was an excuse. Yes. It's just an excuse. We're like, we're like, dude, we should talk about Nicolas Cage. You know, like we've done Arnold Schwarzenegger, stuff like that. We have uh, like ideas. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. And we're talking about Get to the drop off. (laughs) All this stuff. And like when this movie came out, we're like, we need to do a Nicolas Cage. Like this is God telling us. (laughs) We need to do a Nicolas Cage. We are going to be doing a drinking game for, for this episode. Joko came up with this idea where every single time we say the word meta. Any mm-hmm. one of us has to say the word meta. We're going to take a sip of our whiskey. Yeah. Uh, we were originally going to do shots, but it's already like- We, it's, were, it, we would kill ourselves. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> we, we'd just be How passed out. How many bottles out. do you have? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just... Probably not enough. Somebody pop my stomach. Well, that's the career of Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Like, I, like you know, of course, with this newest movie, but even like I watched Adaptation for the first time okay. uh, yesterday, and that's the same thing. Like, it's a very meta movie. You know? oh, God damn you. All right, we're we officially starting this. Start, and listeners at home as well play with us. Uh, cheers. Yeah, mm. cheers. Cheers, cheers boys. Mm. Had to kick it off, you know. But that, I think, like, but I think Nicolas Cage, like, he's, he's, he's an artsy kind of guy, which... Which is funny because I don't think people see him that way, but I think he sees himself that way. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, I was kind of curious. I thought that he might have like written or directed or produced, and it's not him at all. No, he actually originally wanted somebody else 
to play Nicolas Cage in this movie and not himself. He's like, no, he's like, I love the idea. He signed off on it. He's like, I give you guys permission to do this, but I don't want to be Nicolas Cage in it until the director and Pedro Pascal wrote him a letter. Yeah. And was like, please, we really think it'd be so much better if it's actually you playing yourself in it. Oh, yeah. And he, he had some like restrictions. He's like, okay, I will do it and I will be Nicolas Cage, but- there needs to be like things that's not me. So like he did makeup to cover all his tattoos because he didn't want, he wanted this oh, to be yeah. a fictitious Nick yeah. Cage, but still being Nick Cage. How much, how many tattoos does he have? A lot apparently. On his arms. I've never seen that. Uh, well, I know he has a Ghost Rider tattoo. Yes. That's um, hilarious. Which is funny because when he played Ghost Rider, he had to cover it up. <laughs> Because <laughs> Ghost Rider doesn't have a Ghost Rider tattoo. That's so. Well, funny. how yeah, how could Ghost Rider have a tattoo when he doesn't have skin? Yeah. Well, when he's when he's in his human oh, form. Okay, yeah. gotcha. I don't even know where to start with this episode. I'm just I don't okay. Know. I mean, we should talk about the movie. So the 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 movie Unbearable yeah. Weight of Massive Talent is first of all, I feel like an obligation to the world to say this movie is great. And everyone should go see it. Yes. Like, yeah, it has like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I loved it. I'm obsessed. But I was actually yes. very surprised that it scored that high. I'm telling yeah. you right now, I'm predicting the future. This, like, no one's going to go see it. It's not going to do well in the box office. And it, But 10 years from now, five years yeah. from now, it's going to be a huge cult classic. So I saw it Sunday night, and I was maybe one of like seven or eight people in the theater. When did you guys go see it? I saw oh. it. I literally walked out of the theater and came to the studio. Yeah, I'm a little upset with you. <laughs> I said hello to you in the theater. I was there today. What? And you just stared at me and didn't say anything. Was that you? Uh, yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> I just, I saw the silhouette of someone. I was like, are they looking at me? Yeah. I was like, Brando. Oh, and you, you just stared at me. Are you me. fucking <laughs> And I was what? like, well, this is awkward. I'm not saying his name or waving at him again. I was so, I literally, I was just telling Sarah yeah, about the, this. The two o'clock showing. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, Aubrey was Mills. anyone else in the theater? And I was like. A couple other guys like there was this weird thing like I think this guy was looking at me and like but I couldn't tell because I could just see the silhouette. Yeah, I I couldn't see her face. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, that was because I was like, ah, and you just <laughs> stared at me. I'm so sorry. And then sorry. I started laughing, and then I was like, now I'm uncomfortable because <laughs> this is weird. Because what if it's not? I don't know. There's I'm lots of dudes so with beards and glasses, but I was like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not comfortable now. I'm just gonna sit down, dude. I'm so. Alex sorry. walked into the house before you got here, Brando, and it, I was like, "Oh yeah." When he's like, oh, "I just saw," he's like, "Yeah, I think I saw it with Brando," and I was like, "Okay, well, I can tell you when Brando was in it because Brando was texting oh, me yeah. lines from the movie as it was happening." I'm like, at two fifty, Brando sent me, "Yeah, Nick Cage smooches good." <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. I'm so sorry. Oh no, it's I, all I, good. I, I couldn't see what I just I could I, and I couldn't even tell if you were looking. At me, but it kind of looked like it was, and I just did. The, I, I didn't want to wave back because, like, this dude's not looking at me. I'm gonna wave and we look like an idiot. <laughs> and I was, I was, I was like, I wave. I was like, oh, now I feel like an idiot. I'm just gonna sit down. <laughs> but oh, to gosh. this movie, though, I will say, I, I knew I was gonna like this movie. I had no idea how much I was gonna like this movie, and it was insane. This to me is one of my favorite Nick Cage movies of all oh, time. I, I think this is yeah, top top three, top five, like Easily. for sure uh, because uh, yeah. I like I said I love Nick Cage and I'll go see a Nick Cage movie, but I thought it was just going to be kind of more of the same kind of like I had no, what you yeah. expect. Yeah, Nick Cage. I had and it was not. It, <laughs> no. it was so good. Like I agree with you guys. It's definitely one of my favorite Nicolas Cage movies, and it was so 
funny. Like I was going in just to enjoy it, like to see it kind of play out. But like there were some real belly laugh moments. Like I, you probably heard me behind you. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah, I, yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. It is. So the general premise is Nick Cage is playing a fictitious Nick Cage, kind of fictitious. I don't think there's anything fictitious <laughs> about this movie at all. I think it, this I think, is actually I would say more an, an exaggerated <laughs> version of Nick Cage is probably the better way to put it. Yeah, he's like down on imagine. his luck. He's broke. He's getting divorced. His kid doesn't like him. And he hasn't done like a good movie in a while. Which is it's kind of true, true about yeah. Nick. He's done a lot of these weird straight to and streaming movies. Pedro Pascal plays the leader of a drug cartel in Spain yeah. and hires Nick Cage for a million dollars to just show up for his birthday party. Because he's a big Nicolas Cage, Cage fan. Obsessed. Yeah, and he ends up while there gets recruited by the CIA to save the president's save, daughter save the president of bulgaria's daughter or something yeah. like that i don't even know where they were but the whole entire point is as well is pedro pascal the leader of the drug cartel also invited nick cage because he's writing a script and wants nick cage to be in this movie <laughs> yeah and so <laughs> which is the best scenes when they eventually go and they're like yeah I'll, he's like okay i'll help the cia the only yes. way for me to stay longer is to actually help with the script and there's this whole entire segment where they do lsd yeah. And they're sitting there talking about the movie, the script, but yeah. they're talking about the movie that you're watching. That you're currently <laughs> watching. <I> know, yeah. <laughs> and, Tripping and me out. Like that, and like <laughs> huge parts of the movie were like, and they're like, it should be about two guys and they become friends. It's like, yeah, but you know, that doesn't get people into the theaters, man. We got to have this. Yeah, oh, the whole like, kidnapping like thing. Like, oh, we should do like a kidnapping, like, uh, you know, get everyone in. Oh, and then when, when and that's how the movie starts. When, and then the Mandalorian got mad, and he was like, "He was like, that's a really terrible idea. You want this movie to end with the two guys rescuing the girl from kidnapping? That's a terrible ending." And that's how this movie fucking ended. Exactly. It like, we and make it, it like, starts with the kidnapping. Yeah. We should we should make it like character driven. It should just be about two friends. Yeah, but like most people won't go into like like drama comedies unless there's like a big hook. We need a trailer moment. He's like, "Well, what if like while they're hanging out." They realize like people were staring at them. It's like, yeah, what about like My those two guys? Yeah, like like those oh, shit. two guys are over they actually there. staring at us. They're staring at us. And he goes, oh shit! And then when Mandalorian looks over at them, and it, and the both of the guys are looking at him, but they're high on LSD, so you know it's not real. And then he looks back to Nicolas Cage. And he goes, fuck. <laughs> He's they like, really okay. are staring yeah. at us. Yeah, turn around and just do like a do like a fake laugh so it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! With the fucking creepy smile. I think Pedro Pascal is one of my favorite like he is. Uh, characters. He's so in this. charming. Yeah, and he was so good. And he like yeah, he's the leader of a drug cartel, but he's just kind of a fake leader of a drug cartel. His yeah. cousin actually runs it, and he's just like a softy and loves movies. He's just like a puppy in this yeah. movie. <laughs> Like that's what he is. He's a puppy, and what like, I love the scenes where they were becoming genuine friends. Yeah, we're like Nicholas, and it was so funny because I was thinking about that with our show because the the big conversation was your top three be- favorite, favorite movies. Movie. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, and I was like, dude, that I have had that conversation with so many people, and so many people like are not interested in that. But you know how you connect with that but one. Nicolas person? Nicholas Cage like, yeah. was even like, he's like, that. That's not a good question. He's like, it depends on the mood, the season, where you're yeah. at in life. I'm like, that's we the had conversation this conversation. That, and I had. that was our episode that we did that on. <laughs> and then, man, we you and I should do LSD together sometime. And, oh my and god, come up with a weird <laughs> list. I love that. Uh, Javi, Javi's character. Oh um, yeah, he just how much he knew about Nick Cage, like when he's like, they're fucked up trying to run away on LSD. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, 
you should drive. <laughs> and he's like, no, why? You drove here. You should drive. He goes, yeah, but I saw, uh, I read on uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, you did all your own stunts. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fuck, okay. <laughs> it just crashes the car like three different ways. And then at the end, when he's like, you run for the Jeep and then come back and pick me up. It's like, dude, you, I'm wearing your loafers, man. I can't run for that. And he was like, you're faster than me. I saw it in, in whatever. Oh, National, National Treasure. Treasure yeah. He was like, that was the stunt, man. And he's like, no, I watched the bonus feature and he said, and he's like, damn it, damn it. Wait, 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 wait. If you're puppy. going, I'm coming with you. Yeah, yeah, little puppy. He's like, okay, fine, I'll go. He's like, wait, if you're going, I'm going. Okay. <laughs> Dude, the scene where they're climbing up that wall, because they, cha- they were running away from that the two people they thought so were following. Good. That and, and the- Well, the uh, movie slowed down. Like, it was as fast-paced. They're running, and they get to this wall, and the movie just spins the next, like, seven minutes of them trying to get over wall. And it's like, no, you go without me. I'm not leaving without you. I love, up this I love you too. Like, just go. Oh my! Remember me. It was so serious. Oh, and then, like, man. he climbs over, and then Pedro, like, just like pops his head around the corner. And he's like, Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Oh, also, yeah, he always calls him Cage it's, in yeah. some way. If it's yeah. Mr. Cage, Mr. Cage, Nick Cage, <laughs> he never doesn't call him Cage in some way oh, or another. Oh my gosh. I, what was really weird is like the very first scenes of the movie were uh, from Con Air. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I had just watched Con Air yesterday. And so the movie started, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, this is. Oh, and then they had the president's daughter who was like watching this with her boyfriend. She's oh, like, oh, yeah. Nicolas Cage is so fucking cool. And then the terrorists break in and beat him up and, and kidnap him. And then at the end of the movie, when they rescue the president's <laughs> daughter, takes the blindfold off. He's like, is that Nicolas fucking Cage? <laughs> <laughs> so there's about. Towards the end of the movie, when the action sequence is, is is picking up and like they're on the run, the motorcycles, like whole nine oh, yards. Oh yeah, I'm well, like the third act. The third act. I'm like, are we watching a movie in a movie right now? Because yep. I'm like, this is playing out kind of like it actually is. Yeah. The movie, so it's like it's gonna turn into like we realize like the the script and everything is it's them <laughs> viewing it, and then at the end when. <laughs> The daughter, his daughter, picks up the knife. It's like, Dad, and throws the knife at him, and then it turns into the yeah, actual movie. It's the he movie. catches the knife, stabs the dude's cousin, and it turns back, and it's like Demi Moore and some like random yeah, girl yeah. is his daughter, and it's like fades up to the American flag. I'm like, oh my dear God, that was, they that, did it. That was my favorite part of the movie was entering the third act. Is when uh, the drug lord told Mandalorian he had to kill Nick. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to kill you. Or you're going to kill Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and he was so upset. He was so sad. He was like, no. And then the CIA told Nicolas Cage that he had to kill the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. And so they get together and they're like, hey, let's finish the script. We got we to gotta write the third act of the script. The whole shoe so- <laughs> conversation before that happened <laughs> was so random and weird, but yeah. it was also like their buddy ship. Like, yeah. it's this real awkward tension, and then they just start complimenting each other's shoes and trading oh, them. Yeah. Because they, cause they they both know that what they're about to do, and they don't want to do it, so they're trying to de- to delay the inevitable. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, no. It's like, oh, yeah, those shoes are totally... He's like, I feel like those shoes would totally fit you. <laughs> no, and then it gets like real cute and genuine, and then they get out of the car... Let's figure out how this third act. Well, yeah, ends. that's what I loved is they get out of the car and they're like, "All right, let's end this thing." And in the movie, they're talking about let's figure out how to end the script. But the movie that was the start of the third act, like the third, and then the rest of the movie was this big action spectacle. Like it got so meta. You know? uh, cheers, uh, uh, cheers, guys. Yeah, it was like breaking the fourth wall constantly without actually ever breaking, yeah, breaking the fourth it, yeah. wall. The entire third act. It was act, so yeah. trippy. 
And, and and like you said, Owen, like at the very the very last minutes of it is you know, and it turns around like we're we've been this whole time we're watching a movie about Nicolas Cage with actors portraying his family, and then it turns then it changes to where now in the movie we're watching a movie with actors portraying his characters, and then we come out of that movie back into the movie. <laughs> With the real world movie. I need sorry. I need to get really high right now yes. because I am very confused. I just need some. So, oh come on. Oh no. What's going on? Oh, oh I deleted it. I took oh, it off. Oh, I was gonna play Thank Mary God. Jane. The Mary. We're gonna ride that one to the ground. We we probably did ride <laughs> it into the, the ground. Sunset, I'm glad yeah. it's not there. But we need to talk about my favorite character in the entire movie, mm-hmm. and I think all three of us will agree that our favorite character. Is Nikki Cage? Oh my oh god! Oh my god! I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I, so I knew there was going to be something of like a younger version of Nick Cage in the movie yeah. because he was in the previews. But I thought it was going to be like, like a flashback scene. Yeah. Like, that's okay, what, we're uh, going to yeah. go back to like Nick I'd Cage when he first yeah, started. Yeah. But no, it is Nicolas Cage, modern day Nicolas Cage, having a persona of himself where he's younger <laughs> and talking to him. And he's, he's calls him yeah, Nikki. Nikki Cage. Cage. Nikki, yeah. Oh my god! And and, and Nikki I, I, is I forget like, what movie it's from, but it's like 1990. I yeah, it's, he's definitely from one of the earlier movies. It's like a, what's the one where he thinks he gets uh, bitten by a vampire? Uh, I, the Vampire's Kiss is that what it's called? Uh, yeah, that's one of like them that. I haven't seen actually. That's one of the Nick. Cage oh, movies. that's one of the ones where he's like full blown like German expression actor. Yeah. Well, and I loved it because like Nikki, his imaginary version of himself is always like pushing him. And he Vampire's was, like, Kiss, yeah, trying to be badass and stuff, and just and but also like incredibly selfish. Like <laughs> Nikki Cage is basically telling him like, "Let the authorities deal with finding your daughter. You're not a hero. You're just a superstar. Keep being a superstar." It's almost like Nikki embodies the craziest parts of Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage, but that scene where they're in the restaurant, and he's talking to himself, and like and he's he's like <laughs> you know like hyping him up. And then, like, Nikki picks up Nicolas Cage and then kisses him. And they're in this prolonged kiss. And then he was, it, and he well, it was a very long kiss. It, it wasn't it like was, they just, like, embraces him. And then Nikki pulls back and goes, oh, yeah, Nicolas Cage smooches good. Because <laughs> Nikki is so into Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and then he goes, I need another drink. <laughs> yeah. just like, I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> But it's it's what you would imagine Nick Cage is actually like. Like we all could see Nick Cage actually talking to a younger version of himself in his imagination, yeah, yeah. and also wanting to make out with himself. Yeah, I choose to believe that this movie is real. It's a documentary. <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's any based element. on a true story. <laughs> I think he really did write this movie with a drug leader in Bolivia or wherever he was. Where was he? Spain. Where, Spain. Okay. Yeah. It was gorgeous. But this, also, this we got to talk about N- NPH. Neil Patrick Harris was fucking hilarious. Oh, as the home, yeah. his agent. <laughs> yeah. He takes him to a spa and they're getting like beat the shit out of with leaves. <laughs> and the cage is like, is this supposed yeah. to hurt? He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It hurts so fucking good. Oh, oh. <laughs> they're trying to have a business conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, man. No, when they're on the phone and he's like trying to express how he's quitting acting and he's like, ah, I'm going through the hills. What was that? <laughs> he just like fully gives up. <laughs> that was his most emotional scene of the movie. He could barely get out a sentence when he's trying to say, I, I quit acting and then he gives this press release he goes i want you to send out a press release and he says something and it was the most beautiful perfectly worded yeah. i j- like as a communicator myself like professionally i was like that is fucking gold right there and then and then his agent's like oh i'm sorry what'd you say i, I you're cutting out you go to the hills 
He just hangs up <laughs> on him. Then he just gives up. But the first thing he says is like, hey, that uh, million dollar idea or whatever, that birthday party. He goes, yeah, man, I'm so sorry. That was such a stupid idea. I'll do it. It's going to be, be great. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's probably going to want you to fuck him or like suck him off or like watch him fuck his wife or watch you fuck his wife while you watch him. <laughs> yeah, then he says that to Mandalorian. He's like, look, is he going to want me to do something like, like uh-uh. Uh, 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 no, I am, I I am Javi. I am Javi. <laughs> With that dumbass smile. <laughs> He's his puppy dog. He's a puppy dog. Oh, I love the, uh, the Nicolas Cage Museum. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Yes. I was Nicolas Cage in that scene while I'm watching that scene. I was like, dude, those are the beads from Fa- uh from Rock. The Rock, yeah. you know? Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. that's his guns from Face Off and that I was, was so more cool. like that's the axe from Mandy. I can't believe they actually included Mandy in that whole entire The chainsaw. Thing. The, cha- the cha- they had the yeah. axe and the chainsaw from oh, Mandy. Okay. Yeah. Man, you know I was trying to watch Mandy. I I only made it through the first half. I didn't stop it I, cuz I actually had to come here. But uh cuz I ran out of time. I was oh. watching so many Nicolas Cage movies. <laughs> so, all right. I, we've talked a lot about the movie, but there are because we want. I want to talk about Nicolas Cage yeah. as well. And Brando, this is a good segue. So we need to talk about the history and career of Nicolas Cage. And there is a perfect episode of Community that sums up Nicolas Cage. And there's really? an episode where Ahmed takes. Uh, sorry, excuse me, beer. <laughs> Ahmed, in for whatever reason, they have it in class that's a semester long that answers the question: Is Nicolas Cage a good or bad actor? Okay, okay. And he goes through this like, whole entire thing. So I want to ask you guys, is Nicolas Cage a good or bad actor? Good. I think good. I I have seen – I have seen – I saw him in Adaptation um, and he's good, man. He he is – he's legitimately good. There's some like, like weird ebbs and flow with him because if you think of it like Kissed by a Vampire, not a good movie. But then he does Raising Arizona, great fucking movie. Yeah. And he does like National Treasure to Adaptation to – National Treasure is my favorite. Really? Okay. Where was, oh, that was going to be the next I, question. I was going to ask that yeah. too. But like he has these like weird ones like Con Air, great movie. Terrible accent. <laughs> hold on, hold Terrible on. accent. We, we have to talk about Con Air. <laughs> I love Con Air. Okay, so here's in my in my view the 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 pinnacle of Nicolas Cage movies um, are the three the three action trilogies that he did back okay, to back. So Face Off, Con Air, and The Rock. The Rock. Okay. Yeah, and they all did like super well. They're some. They're three of the highest grossing of his entire career. I think like. The Crudes 2 or something ended up being the highest grossing. Uh, and then National Treasure did great too. But but Con Air, The Rock, and Face Off are three amazing action movies for very different reasons. Like like Face Off is John Woo. Yeah. Like, so that's so we that's a whole nother episode because that's John Woo, and he does basically almost like a shot-for-shot shot remake of my favorite Van Damme movie, Hard Target. Uh-huh. Because there's a lot of stuff because he did Hard Target and then he did Face Off. And there's a lot of stuff in Face Off that's in Hard Like the whole scene with uh, John Travolta and Nick Cage where they're back to back against a mirror and yes. they're talking to one another yes. is a scene in Hard Target. Yeah. So well, anyway, it, that's a tangent for we're doing a Van Damme episode. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. But like if you look at the three, like like Con Air is this like cliche Hollywood action movie. It's all of the Hollywood cliches. He's got he's this 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 Marine with a heart of gold who is this killing machine and he in self-defense he killed these guys and so now he's in prison. But he's got his beautiful blonde-haired wife at home with their beautiful daughter, and he's you know, all this stuff, and like and he's got a teddy bear and he's getting out of prison, but he's 
trapped in this situation. He's got to save his friend. I'm like, it's it's one cliche after another. It's the the detective who's an asshole. You know what I mean? It's the one uh, agent who John Cusack. John Cusack, who's you know, it's just it's you have to watch Con Air. Because every single minute of this movie is a Hollywood cliche. But his accent is so bad. Oh, it's John Malkovich says that it's one of his worst experiences uh, making a movie because there were so many script changes. Like as the scenes were going on, they were making script changes. So like even with him, uh, Silas Cyrus or something where he's like there's scenes where he's really nice and the next scene he's like super mean or he's like psychotic and like because they couldn't figure it out. Well, and then of course – My daddy is a hero. my dad. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like he gets this letter written in crayon from his daughter, and it's like over. It's narrated by you know a child actress is like, "My birthday is on the 29th. My daddy gets home on the 29th. I'm gonna meet." It's like it's so cliche. And then John Malkovich is ramped up to eleven in this movie. Like John Malkovich is like super John Malkovich. In so this. Con Air just looked it up is the seventh highest grossing movie of Nicolas Cage. Seventh. Yeah, seventh. Oh wow. Seventh. Would you like to guess the first one? Um, like number one? Number one, highest grossing. I think grossing. Said it, I think two. it's Crudes 2. Uh, so they they're, they for some reason are saying there's an exception to Crudes 2 because it's, they are not considering it because he's not a yeah, lead actor not, in it. Yeah. So Okay. So National Treasure? Yeah, I was that would be my guess. One or two? Uh, I would say I would say two. One. Two. Book oh, of Secrets yeah. is the highest grossing at $457 million. And National Treasure is the second one. Third is The Rock. Fourth is Face Off. Fifth is Gone in 60 Seconds. Gone in 60 Seconds. Sixth is Ghost Rider. Seventh is Con Air. Eighth is A Sorcerer's Apprentice. I'm, I, didn't I didn't realize people actually saw that besides me. I wasn't even aware of that movie until I started researching it. Uh, ninth is The City of Angels. And tenth is Knowing. City of Angels. Was that the... With, um, uh, what's her name? Meg Ryan, I think. Yeah, was he an angel in that? He was an like, angel. Okay, yeah. and yeah, he, and he fell in love with her, and he gives up his like wings. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and he okay. becomes human. God, that I actually really like that movie. Okay, so Owen, you never answered. Do you think he's a good or bad actor? Oh, um, yes. I it's it's hard because like I was trying to go with like the ebb and flow. I actually do think he is a good actor. I think. You know, when you watch interviews with him, especially when he did the like the YouTube series, like Google's research ones, and he talks about it, like there is a lot of it where he wants to be like the old like German expressionist. And he talks about it in uh, Unbearable Weight, the movie uh, Doctor or the Cabinet of Doctor Galligari yes. is actually one of Nicolas Cage's real favorite movies because yeah. it's all about German expressionist acting. So when you see that, when you hear that, and you see his movies where he does like the weird facial features or he's like all like goes wild and crazy, is that's him pulling from some of his actual favorite movies. Yeah. So in that sense, when you understand that aspect of him. It makes sense. I go, yeah, he's a good actor. If, I think he's like. I think it's a bad picker. I think he just said yes to fucking everything. That exactly. Yes, exactly. And it depends on the director he's working with. Because I mean, he, it could be the script, the director, the how it's edited. There's so, like well, so well, much that could go is, wrong. Well, look yeah. at Raising Arizona. He worked with the Coens. You know, the Coen yeah. brothers, and they have a vision. And they don't – they do what the Coens do. No one gives input to it. And so they direct. And so they have a really heavy hand. And if you look at, at Nicolas Cage in that movie, he's incredible. Like his yeah. – every every scene he's in, I mean, it's just perfect comedic timing. You know, he's just perfect character stuff. Like, But sometimes when he gets a director who doesn't know what to – I think when you get a director who doesn't know what to do with Nicolas Cage, then you can get like Nicolas Cage like – Unhinged. <laughs> the wicker basket. What is it? Oh, uh, the oh, the wicker man. The wicker, the wicker man. man. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, not the beast. 
They're in my eyes, not my eyes. And it's like, close your mouth, dude. dude. Oh Wait, have God. you ever seen that movie? Yeah, it's terrible. That's one I haven't gotten no, to. No, it's now. really bad, but like, <laughs> it's like cultish, right? Yeah. They're killing him. Cause... They're killing him because they they believe by killing him, they're going to bring, he is the wicker man, and they're going to like bring back their god to re, like to renew their harvest or something like that. And it's like an like Amish like, fucking cult, right? All female, like, yeah, kind of Amish-y yeah. style cult. Nah, see, we were talking about it last episode. They'll never know. We talked Those about him. Fucking Amish man, <laughs> fucking everything up. He'll <laughs> never know. We talked. <laughs> that took me way too long to get. That's so funny though. We did that on the Harry Potter episode. We did a whole stint on how the Amish will never know that we talk about them. Fuck them. Unless they're unless they're wizards and they're going to invade me through the fireplace. I'm sorry, I love you, Amish people. Our Amish listeners, out yeah, there. we really enjoy the point zero zero one percent of our listeners that are Amish. So you raised the question though, like, because uh, I, I I said how that three action movies, yeah, you know, are kind of like the penultimate, but it's not my favorite. But you raised the question. So what what's your favorite f- Nicolas Cage movie? That's a hard one for me because honestly, Does it depend on the mood. Yeah, well, yeah. The, season, the season, mood, the season, <laughs> the weather, the weather. Yeah. <laughs> if, am I watching it with Pedro Pascal on LSD or not? I know, right? Yeah. Oh, that'd be fucking sick, dude. Oh my god, yes. Um, but honestly, I've been really enjoying some of the weirder shit that Nick Cage has been doing over the oh, past like five years. Okay. Oh, with, the newer stuff. The newer stuff. The weird shit, like the the one offs, the artistic stuff. So Mandy, I will have to say, Mandy is probably my favorite Nicolas Cage movie. I've, I've never seen it, wow. unfortunately. It's one of those weird ones where it's a trippy movie. It's, it's very surreal. If it's a uh, somewhere over the black rainbow is a movie that the director did, and funny enough, it's the the son of the director of Tombstone. Oh, okay. directed all these movies, and Mandy's one of those where he it takes place in the eighties. He's a lumberjack in like. Oregon or Washington, yeah. so the so the Northwest, kind of remote, and a cult leader drives by his house and sees his wife and falls in love with his wife and kidnaps his wife. But they and actually then, use the power of demons and stuff. Like so these, you you didn't finish the movie, so you need to continue watching I, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those like it, it's a really weird slow movie, and then halfway through it, it turns into a brutal action movie. Yes. It was very it atmospheric so and very good. surreal for the first half. Uh, but it is one of those, like, probably watch, you should watch on, like, LSD or Mushrooms because it's weird, creepy. <laughs> I don't There's know. a cartoon sequence halfway through it for no reason. But it's creepy. I don't yeah. know if I would watch it on a I also probably <laughs> smart. It's a creepy movie. Uh, so there's that one, Pig. Pig is Pig another is one. Absolutely fantastic. It's, well, that's another of like when you ask the question, is he a good actor or a bad actor? I would point you to Pig. There's because it's a very subtle performance. It's John Wick in the service industry. Yeah. But, <laughs> so I, someone he, steals. He's his he's a truffle pig. hunter in the woods, like with and he has a prize warning, a uh, prize award pig that can snuff out truffles. It's a truffle pig, yeah. and somebody steals his pig. The and whole he movie. goes on a yeah. on a search for his pig. Oh my gosh! That's a, that's I, a premise. I'm, I'm in. I want it. I but want it. it's super subdued. That's another one. And, uh, yeah. Willie's Wonderland. Yes, he where he doesn't say a single. He word. doesn't say a fucking single word in the entire movie. It's uh, Five that, Nights at Freddy's. Do you know that video game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's Five Nights it's at Freddy's, that. but the movie. Oh, that's pretty tight. Yeah. Yeah. What's so? What are what are some of those newer stuff that you're talking that's, about? That, that, that all oh, of these okay. ones. Yeah. These are okay. all like the past like four or five years. Uh, but if you want to go classic Nick Cage for me. Uh, it's got to be Matchstick Men. Ooh, yeah. So, nice. yeah, he's a con man in that one with Sam Rockwell, uh, and it. I to this day fucking love that movie. Nice. Yeah, 
Alex, what'd you say your favorite Nick Cage movie was? Did you National Treasure? <laughs> National That's also I mean, I love yeah. like Con Air and and Face Off. You know, I, I saw those a lot when I was young because my dad, you know, yeah. loved to like take his uh, face action, like stuff like that. Off. But yeah. me being a young adult, my own choices, I think National Treasure. I love fucking history. So, yes, I mean, yeah. I was just I'm in. right there with you. I'm going to steal the Declaration <laughs> of Independence. <laughs> Alex was asking steal. me to get that sound bit for this, and I just couldn't find it's it. It's such an iconic line. I'm gonna it steal. is so iconic. And it's like the camera zoom and pans in on, on his face like. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. He says it totally straight. <laughs> it's like, what the hell am I watching? I'm torn. I'm torn because I totally agree with you, Alex. Like, I love National Treasure because I love it because it's it's really got this like Indiana Jones kind of yeah. feel to it. I like, probably have watched National Treasure 1 and 2 more than any other Nick Cage movie. Yeah. I'm actually, yeah, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Well, it's, I, did I, would, am I, also, I think they might be doing a third. Or, I, saw, I hope so. I think it's I a really, Disney Plus series. He's I, doing I, a series on Disney Plus. I can't remember yes, if it's I hope so. if it's Face Off 2 or if, oh, no, 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 that can't be Disney. I'm pretty sure it's National Treasure. I hope so. Like, unironically, I want a sequel. Yeah, I so I don't, think, I don't think it's going to be a movie. I think it's going to be a Disney Plus series. That's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in that. I don't know. I was reading so much stuff about Nicholas Cage. Okay, so there is on IMDb. I'm not doing enough research because we're we're on air. IMDb, but on IMDb there is slated a National Treasures three for 2024. But those, yeah, you know, you can't trust that. But there's there's no script that has been out. There's no plot. They haven't even put any actors in this. Yeah, but it does say National Treasures three 2024. Let's just talk. I'm torn between that and uh, Face Off. Just because I think Face Off was just an incredible action movie. Him and John Travolta. And John Travolta, it's so funny because uh, it's it's Nicolas Cage is the villain and he's hamming it up as Nicolas Cage. And then, they, of course, they switch faces. So, right? and l- so l- the- l- l- let's let's talk about Face Off. <laughs> let's oh, talk no. about Face, face off. off. I want to take his face oh. off. I, no I, more drugs for this man. No I, more drugs for I but, could eat a peach for hours. <laughs> let, who comes up with the idea yes. to cast John Travolta yeah. playing Nicolas Cage as John Travolta <laughs> yeah. and Nicolas Cage playing John Travolta as Nicolas Cage. Oh, I mean, I think it was a, it was the times. Like you said, there's uh, what was it? Con Air, The Rock. Yeah. yeah. John Travolta, I feel like is kind of on his, you know, because been he was at the pinnacle, yeah. kind of going down and, and Nick Cage is on his way up. So I feel like it was just... They so met it's in the middle. Not, it's actually, uh, it to, to dispute you a little bit on this one, this was actually on the comeback of John Travolta. Was it? Because John okay. Travolta in the mid-80s, like early to mid-80s, wasn't a star anymore. Yeah. And then he well, came he did back... did Grease and then disappeared, right? Pretty much. A couple other movies and just none of them did good. He was considered a box office failure. Like if you cast him, Do he's done. Do you know done. what his comeback movie yes, was? Yes. We talked about it in the first episode. I was about to say, because it's... It's one of your It's Pulp Fiction. So he gets casted in Pulp Fiction and Quentin Tarantino, the studio was like, hey, like we can pretty much get him for free because no one's going to do it. He gets in Pulp Fiction, gets the rise, and then all of a sudden he starts getting cast as the villain. So there's that uh, Broken Arrow with Christian Slater. And then, (laughs) yeah, yeah, to bring it back. And then he does this movie all as villains and they're all within a couple years from one another. Okay. So so this is him at his peak also. Nicholas Cage is on on his comeback peak. It's just funny because as you're watching the movie, like Nicholas Cage is, is, uh, 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 Castor Troy goes 
so ham. He is. But to then, let John Travolta have to match him That's on the it. thing. That's the thing. And then John Travolta has to be That might be the whole fucking method, method thing. Yeah. yeah. And and he can't you, you you watch the movie he cannot keep up with Nicolas Cage and I love I love uh, uh, what's John Travolta but it's just funny seeing him try to be a Nicolas Cage so character. The, the opening scene when he is planting the bomb in the L A Convention Center yeah. as a Catholic priest yeah. and he walks out to them singing Hallelujah to the choir and he's like head banging and like going all like oh dancing God, all this yeah. stuff and he, he grabs the woman's ass he, gra- like... he walks up to a an uh, I'm, I'm assuming is an underage girl yeah wow well, and then know. grabs her ass. And then it's like, then like goes wide eyed. She's in the choir. (laughs) He's like, if I were to order flowers for you, let me reword that. Would you be grateful if I let you suck my tongue? (laughs) I could eat a peach for hours. He's so he's so filthy in this movie. Oh my gosh! And then he has to play the straight uh, FBI agent. Yeah, John Travolta, and then John Travolta has to match him on it. And there's no way. There's no actor that can match Nick Cage. You can't. No. He the, like you're saying the method thing. He just full sends it. Yep. Yeah. Full sends it. Like him playing Nicky Cage <laughs> is full sends. It's like the whole intro you guys had that happens like twice throughout the movie, and it is so much. Like yeah. I don't know who can match that. Yeah. Well, I, apparently, and straight face, like no laughing. No, yeah. Just fucking. that's the thing about Nicolas Cage is like he doesn't. He doesn't play his stuff goofy. Like he'll take the craziest role and he plays it straight. And he's always he's dead serious when he's doing it. And you're like, is you can't? I'm like, is does he know what kind of movie he's in? Like, I don't know. I can't pin him down. You know. Uh, so we 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 talked about our favorite and best. Now I want to ask, what is the worst Nicolas Cage movie you have ever seen? Ooh, oh. The worst, the worst one. Like I, I, I know exactly which one is it is. For I mean, me. Wicker Man is definitely like the, my, the first that comes to my head, but I want to check his IMDb and just see. Yeah, yeah something yeah. else will catch I'm my not, attention. I'm, I mean, I'm trying to think like if I've ever seen a, a movie with Nicolas Cage in it that I, I would think in terms of boring is something I didn't like, something that wasn't entertaining. Uh, I mean. I, now I haven't seen Wicker Man, so I gotta like. Confess. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> I gotta confess <laughs> to that, you know. So I don't. Gosh. Yeah, there's I forgot some, he was in Kickass yeah. also. He, he played, was in Kickass. He was also he oh, Kick fucking Kickass. Kickass is actually amazing. Both of I them like are really good. Movie. The yes, first one is, is a cool movie. Yeah. And he plays Batman, and the scene where he dies is genuinely and you like, really, heart-wrenching. He is trying to uh, imitate Adam West Batman. Yes. Yeah. And he's doing a great job. Have you seen? It's, he was in Spider-Man, the first uh, in, uh, in, in, in the Spider-Verse. I think uh, Spider-Noir. I think he was number two, though, was in Spider-Verse 2. Or was it the first one? No, he's in no, the first one. Also. The second one has he's, spi- he's the black and white. Oh, oh yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Spider-Man Noir. Have you seen? Have you guys seen the Color Out of Space? Uh-uh. No. Okay, so that's a like an H.P. Lovecraft kind of movie where it's like a really weird cosmic horror, and it's super messed up. He's great in that movie as well. Okay. But it's, it's I mean, there's so many up. like because Nicolas Cage. Oh, I haven't. Col- College Humor did a whole gag where one of their guys played Nicolas Cage's agent, and he just kept saying yes to every single script, <laughs> and it's hilarious. And See, that's that was my whole point. It was like, is he good or bad, or just says yes to fucking everything? I I think the whole entire point, like in Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, when he goes on, he's like, I've never seen it as cur- my career. I've seen it as my job i understand that like i get that i'm like cool yeah, yeah. that's why you're saying yes because it is your he job works it's, it's to make money to make money it's like yeah. okay so you're, you're saying yes to a lot of things uh i will say for me the worst movie i have ever seen of nick cage and it is laughable bad mm-hmm. 
is the season of the witch. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I it's Ron Perlman, it's him, a couple other people. Uh fantasy movie. What he doesn't do a lot of fantasy no, movies. No, and it and it's there's a witch, whole nine yards, yada yada yada. And it is atrociously bad. There is a scene with him and Ron Perlman where they are surrounded by crossbowmen. Okay. And they just hold up their swords and are deflecting arrows and not like batting <laughs> arrows away. It's like they're holding it like they're bunting a baseball bat. So it's like this and they're just doing this and CGI arrows and crossbow bolts are getting added into them deflecting it. I mean, honestly, Ghost Rider is pretty much Ghost pretty Rider. high up there as yeah. far as I was going to say that was going to be my answer was Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider's fucking terrible. One into they're both pretty ter- when he was pissing fire <laughs> i was oh like i was like what the fuck am i watching yeah and they have uh what's his name one uh why can't I think of his um mustache guy oh i know exactly who you're talking about. he's in the big lebowski he's the dude big, big lebowski the dude. he's uh um, he's the uh, the ranch uh sam elliott tombstone sam elliott and I he couldn't even fucking sam save elliott. that movie oh no that, and th- that idea was cool how he's like the old uh, mm-hmm. Ghost Rider, and he's on his uh, a horse with flame, and then the yep. Nick Cage is on the motorcycle with flame. Like that's a cool idea. Doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't save. No, that movie, I mean man. I think they're gonna they they kind of have to redo it, right? Wow, they For are. The, the well, MCU. the rights have returned to Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So I think because Ghost Rider, as far as oh man, never mind. We're not to Marvel. I can't get into that. Oh, I'll dude, dude you're welcome. You're welcome to go on tangents, my friend. I mean, Ghost Rider is big into gotta... in the celestial um, yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe with them introducing Celestials. I think that Ghost Rider will well, get introduced. Well, because isn't there is yeah. a team where it's like Daredevil, uh, Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. Moon Knight. Really? There is a team up. I like, forgot what the team is called, but there yeah. is a team of all that. And oh yeah, tomorrow's the season finale of Moon Knight. Oh yeah. yeah. Or I, if you're listening to it, it's today. Yeah. We're yeah. Gonna, we're well, for to, the, yeah, yeah, tomorrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I have another question in the same vein. Um, so you know, we've talked about favorite. We've talked about worst. What do you think is the most underrated Nick Cage movie? Ooh. Ah, see, because they're That's, all over yeah. the place as far as popularity. Oh, yeah. they made a joke about one in in. This movie, yes, oh. they both agree and they go, yeah, it was so underrated, it's super underrated. I forget yeah. Paddington one. Two. <laughs> no, no, Paddington no, Two. That was that, great. Oh apparently, Paddington Two is a huge movie. Is that the one with the bear that wears the yes. hat? Yes, I've yeah. never seen any of the. It's movies. supposed to genuinely be a great movie. Really, like it's wildly popular. Yeah, should I, we do an episode on Paddington? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we need. You could do like a whole like. Um, Best kids movies. Oh shit! Okay. Oh, I mean, man. it doesn't necessarily have to be like Disney movies, but like well, you know, a whole. That's, that's funny. I know, but Paddington's not Disney. I don't think, at least. Well, I was, uh, I was trying to watch some of the. I was trying to watch as many Nick Cage movies as I could to prepare for this episode, and like, well, I'm like, why well, can't when I'm hanging out with my girls, and I had a lot of time hanging out with my girls, and I was like, well, maybe we can watch a, a Nick Cage movie with my girls, and I started going through all the Nicolas Cage movies. Like, I can't watch any of these with my daughters, <laughs> and so we watched National Treasure. <laughs> okay, yeah, now yeah. Those. see that's yeah. uh, Spider Man. Spider- oh, yeah, yeah, we absolutely yeah. have seen that movie. Still yeah. the best Spider-Man movie today. There's something that my dad noticed in National Treasure that lives on in my brain forever. Uh-huh. Hit me with it. Uh, when It's when they're getting chased from the White House and the nerdy dude, uh-huh. he says a line. He says, once they catch us, what are they going to do? But it's in perfect sync with the music. <laughs> Really? In the background. So it sounds like he's going, once we get them, what are we going to do? Like, And the music <laughs> is perfect. Like, And I'll never not be able to <laughs> that think of it. That is the that. most obscure. I know. We're getting meta. <laughs> I'm glad you did. God oh! damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually need some more. You need to pour me some more. I've been drinking. Through oh, that. you get the hard stuff now. Wow. Yeah. Send it to me, baby. Yeah. What, what are we drinking right now, Alex? This is good. Uh, this is Edgefield Distillery 
Hogshead whiskey. It's 100% malted barley. So it's yeah. no, no corn, no rye, no nothing. It's just all nice. barley. I like it. I have an answer to the question if you guys don't. Um, I, uh, what is the most underrated Nicholas? Family Club? Man. Oh, Ooh. that's a good call. Yeah, that's that's probably what I would What's say. The, was that I get that mixed up with Weatherman a lot. Yeah, that's that's a different one. Uh Family Man is he's a very rich, successful businessman and he runs into his high school sweetheart and they reconnect and she realizes he's an asshole and then he wakes up and is now an alternate reality that's where he, right. yeah. he did stay with her. Yeah. And wants that again. So Family Man. Yeah, nice. Family Man's a great what, one. What, what what do you think yours would be, Alex? I think Kick-Ass, like I know we've talked about it, yeah. but I think, I don't think it's as popular. Really? Because I always thought of that as I a think popular it, movie. I, I, I mean, I think it's like cult classic now, yeah. but I think at the time, like I'm sure it did trash. Yeah. You know, when I, I have to say it for myself, like whenever I talk about the greatest superhero movies, I've never thought about Kick-Ass. Yeah, and, that's but true. It's wonder, and it's so realistic in the sense of like, this is what superheroes really would be. Yeah. It, yeah. Realistic. Yeah. 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 My, mine would be Knowing. No, God, that's so terrible. Have you guys you really I fucking hate that movie? Really? Yeah, I would actually put that as one of the worst Nick Cage movies. What? Well, most people do. That's yeah. why I think that, it's so hey, that's underrated. okay. Yeah, because they get that whole predicting the future with the code from the time capsule. Yeah, and they're like, "Is this ghosts? Is this angels? Is this?" And it turns out to be like aliens who are rescuing them from the end of the world. Yep. And I was like, and like when that plane crashes, when they're like caught in traffic, that was a genuinely creepy scene. Like it was just like, ooh, mm-hmm. it was like. Have you not seen it, Alex? I haven't. Oh, it's it's a weird. It's a it's one of the it's one of his kind of like a spooky, scary movie kind of. Yeah, kind of a suspense thrill. Yeah, I was yeah. just honestly, I was just thinking about the fucking. You, I know you guys talked about it already, but the the scene where he's dying in Kick Ass and he's like yelling at his uh, daughter, telling like, her instructions. Yeah. I like that was so fucking good. That yes. was great what, fucking acting. What yeah. was his name in that one? Big Daddy. Big Daddy, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I, so good. I loved Kick-Ass. I loved yeah. him and So I have a tangent to go on to. Let's go. I don't you know got 30 seconds. I don't know if you guys know about this. 30 seconds. The Superman movie that Nicholas oh, Cage we've talked was about going yep. to be in. Yeah. Tim oh. Burton oh. directing. That's not, that's not out of the cards yet. On my tangents, reading articles and stuff yes. because um, Michael Keaton- Yep. Is now back. back. Yeah. It's the multiverse. There's potential that he comes back for however long it is. Will be like an older Superman. So, so okay, so there, there is there... potential he could still be Superman. Okay, yes, in I, Michael Keaton's I am DC genuinely universe. Genuinely excited. So Nicholas uh. Cage. So people don't know this in <laughs> in the '90s. This was uh, after Christopher Reeve. Uh, after those Christopher Reeve movies, uh-huh. and you get into the late '90s. Tim Burton ha- uh, was going to direct. He was directing a, a, a movie. Uh, Kevin Smith had mm-hmm. written a script for it. Uh, but it's called Superman Lives. Um, and they hired uh, Nicolas Cage to be and there, Superman. And there are test screenings you can find online of, yep. it, of him in the suit. Oh, there's oh. a whole documentary. Yeah. There's a documentary called The Death of Superman Lives. And it is a great documentary. And they made a suit, a Superman suit. And they have Nicolas Cage in the suit. Where you see him all the test shots and stuff. Um, in fact, they ended up using this, those designs for Man of Steel with Henry Cavill later on when Zack oh, Snyder did that. Wow. It's yeah, it's a very similar suit. Yeah, and, I was reading like a quick interview, but Nick, it's like with Nick Cage, and they're asking about it with like it, the Flash and stuff, and he's yes. like, he basically is like, it's not impossible, however long it may be. So to me, I think it'll be some sort of very short cameo. Yeah, like a cameo in that would be, I, and I'm, I would love that idea. A hundred percent, I would love it, but. It's trivia time.
All right. Brando, pick up your phone. Because it's another sad day here at Banter and Such. Ooh, I'm always brooting for Brando. I, I to tell you on, but I'm I, so I'm happy aware. right now. <laughs> There's not a Thank single you. person that wants me to win trivia. It's just your arrogance, <laughs> man. But I'm just so, I'm so fucking smart. I just know everything. I just ask yeah. easy questions because uh, I think so they're interesting. Right now, the score right now, Brando, is 56, you, 61, me. But <laughs> you did only beat me by one point in Harry Potter. I thought for sure you were going to wipe the floor with me. I haven't listened yet. I, I saved yeah. it for when I go to work. I'm, but. I, look, to listeners at home, listen to the Harry Potter episode because I, to this day, think it's the funniest episode I that we have done. genuinely think it's the funniest yeah. episode we've all done. Right. Although, well, I don't know, this one was pretty great. This too, is good, so. too. All right, you ready? Uh, all, right, uh, all right, go ahead. Chicken head. All right. This one we don't actually even need to take a break for. Brando, uh, up into the oh, top yeah. right. I've had to wear this chicken head yeah, one before. Yeah, I was before, like, you, you so. had to do it before. Yeah, this one I I'm have. actually happy I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. All right. Yeah, uh, I am, going to, wear, I am going to wear this as a hat. I am not going to wear this as the full-on chicken head. So... That's like be... that's like Brando saying he'll only take half of this surprise shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, because the last time I had to do it, I because of the eye holes, I pulled it all the way down, and it actually made my s- s- mouth sounds voice <laughs> sound bad. So here we go. I am... This is this is for you, Alex. Here we go. You ready for this? I'm I'm holding the what? What do you call these on a chicken? Uh, the testicles. The testicles. The yes. side the the side head testicles. testicles yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dingle dangles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his dingles. Yeah. And they dangle. <laughs> All right. Oh, Alex. I am. I heard you have some good trivia questions for I us think they're tonight. pretty good. There's all, there were some of them I had a hard time not trying to give away. Okay. Yeah. Um, we'll go. This is uh, specific towards the, the movie that we watched. Okay. Uh, how many film, Nicolas Cage films, were referenced in this Nicolas film? <laughs> Nicolas Cage film. <laughs> yeah. How many did they reference? How um, many how many Nick Cage movies okay, okay. did they reference? And I'll give it to whoever goes closest because there's some that are like pretty subtle. Okay. So uh, oh that's okay. a good question. I'm thinking through the whole movie. Is this there is no banana? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. All right. We're, I'm gonna play There Is No Bananas. By the time it ends, we have to we right, have right, to right, right. oh uh did I yeah, okay. We have no bananas. We have no bananas today. All right, I have an answer. I have an answer also. Okay. What do you? Uh, you like go... I said, I'll get. I'll give okay. it to who gets closest. Okay. Yeah. I uh, think. I think it's seven. I'm gonna say nine. Fifteen. Holy what? shit! Seriously? Yeah. I mean, it could be. It was. It could be something as subtle as the props. So I was going through the mo- prop room. There yeah. was like That's a, what I was thinking there was that. three different times that the movie was on. So Con Air was on in the opening scene. When oh, he's yeah. on the plane. There's a movie. Um, <laughs> my next question is a reference. So is that a point to me? Uh, yeah. You. Yeah, were okay. Well, you got the yep. closest. Yeah. Yeah. So this has to do with <laughs> my next question is uh, has has to do with a reference. Okay. So when he jumps in the pool, when he's upset and he has the beer with him uh-huh. and he's drinking it upside down, uh-huh. what movie is that a reference to? Is it? An, it's another Nick Cage movie, right? It is another. Yeah, I think I know. I think so. Oh man, um, and it's like shot for shot almost. Okay. Uh, okay, I think I know it too. Three, two, one. Raising, Raising Arizona. Arizona. 
Leaving Las Vegas. Oh, oh so that's, that's I was right. like, I, I was trying to think. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, I, I got those movies confused. No, that's the one where he was an alcoholic. Yeah, and he's that, in and Vegas that was a and he's serious. Drink. Yeah, 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 but he, yeah, in that movie, he it like, I think in in Leaving Las Vegas, there's a woman underwater with him, but shot for shot, it's almost okay, exactly yeah. the can same. Can you do that? Because I really want to try. I now. think you can. If you, I think if you can, depends on how hard if you can, can clog your nose or like close, you know, your airway without using your fingers. I, I can. I could like hold my breath without my nose. Yeah, I mm. think you could do it. But like he. Without getting pull water in your beer? That's upside yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. So I think when he jumped in, his thumb was over the top. The top and yeah. then you go upside down. Oh, That's suction on there. Okay. Yeah. Right. Suction seal. All right. Yeah. Question number three. Okay. Okay. What is Nicholas Cage's birth name? I know this. Oh, I don't know this. I know it for sure. Go for it. Nicholas Coppola. Yeah. Nicholas, Nicholas Kim Coppola. His his uncle. He's the nephew of Francis yeah, Ford Coppola. I, yeah, I, I heard the whole entire like horsehead scene in Godfather is based off Nick Cage. What? Yeah. What? yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Like, how is this related to Nicholas Cage? Didn't didn't yeah? Because he was like wanted to be in a movie and they wouldn't let him. And like the whole entire theory is that horsehead scene actually happened to get Nick Cage into a movie. <laughs> I didn't know that. I know he's been in some Francis Ford Coppola movies. But he yeah, changed his yeah. name because he didn't want the whole nepotism thing. But uh, yeah. but who cares? Yeah, I want right. to take it, yeah. All right, so now we know his birth name. Okay. How many movies has he gotten credit for, like, at, like um, you know, the end credits that have his actual birth name? Not Nick Cage. I know the answer to that, too. N- duh, the Nicholas Coppola? Yes. Okay. Uh, three, two, one, four. One. One. Oh, really? Damn. One. It was his first movie. And then from then on out, it was like Nicolas Cage. I mean, this could be a bonus question. What's the What's the first movie? Uh, is it Valley Girl? No, I have no. Oh, uh, it wasn't Valley Girl. Uh, Superman Lives. Uh, I'll <laughs> I'll give you guys a clue. It was an '80s comedy. Oh, Fast Time at Ridgemont High. Really? Yeah. He's not even a main character. Literally, he's credited Nicholas Copa as Brad's bud. Yeah. That's, All right. Because well, he was a background background God, character. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you a point for that one, Brandon. Nice. All right, this is I forgot this about is that one, on yeah. topic, also off topic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's off. What but it's Rotten on. Tomato score does Paddington Two have? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have a good guess on that one. Uh, are we talking audience score or no. critic score? Critic uh, score. Critic score. Yes. Okay. The oh, actual ooh, Rotten Tomato. I can one. tell you the audience score, or I have a good guess for that. But I'll, I'll guess for the critics. Uh, okay. Three, two, one, eighty-six. Ninety-five. Ninety-nine. Wow. What? <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look it up. It's it's got a ninety-nine percent. Which critic after score. after what? Critic score. Yes. Yeah. A, ro- a Rotten Tomato score. Yes. I'm surprised you haven't heard of this, Owen. Like this was like it like the people writing blogs about. Doesn't it. Doesn't he keep like a fucking sandwich in his hat at all times? <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I've never movie. seen it. I want to because of this movie. And then when <laughs> yes. I looked up the Rotten Tomato score, I was shocked. Yeah. Everyone is saying this is a great movie. I haven't seen it either. What does Javi say? It made me feel like a man. I cried the whole no, time. No, it, it made, made me, me cry the whole time. It, it made, made me want, want to be, be a better, better man. man. <laughs> Nicholas Cage is like, this is a great movie. I fucking told, I told you, man. You. <laughs> God damn it. Brando, you've already won today. There's no way I can make a comeback. It's four to one right now. <laughs> I got two, two more. All right. I mean, at least that way you don't yeah, lose too much score. <laughs> uh, how many movies has Nick Cage been in? Oh, God <laughs> Again, damn it. it'll be like the first question, whoever gets closest. Okay. Ooh. 
Uh, I actually know somewhat of the answer. I, I, I know the amount of guess. movies that he's been the lead actor in. I, I mine will be a total. I will let. Okay. You know what? I, I have. Uh, All right. I have a guess. All right. Is it like seventy? No, it's actually. So he's been the leading actor in a hundred movies. So it has to be over a hundred movies. Yeah. So what? if you go to IMDb, it's a hundred and nine. And if you go to like a general Google search, it's a hundred and fifteen. Holy yeah. shit. That is a lot of movies. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is he just fucking saying okay. yes to everything? I have a question. <laughs> Who has done more movies, Samuel Jackson or Nicolas Cage? I think Nicolas Cage because he started younger. Samuel Jackson was a little older. Actually, yeah. yeah. Samuel Jackson, his first movie was Coming to America, right? Was I th- was it that or like that Spike Jones movie? The uh, Because he, he was a- Spike, uh, Spike Jones, Spike Lee movie. Spike, yeah. I think it was Coming to America as one of his first. Yeah, yeah. yeah Samuel was... Jackson was similar to like Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman started real, real late, but like yeah. Morgan Freeman, I yeah. think, didn't start acting till or get into a movie till he was like almost fifty. Oh wow, yeah. wow, dang, jeez. What All right, it? last question: How many films has Nicolas Cage directed? 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 Oh shit! I actually didn't even know he directed any movies. I think I know. Oh, it's right on the tip of my and can brain. You, I mean, you can get bonus points if you can name it. I I uh, know. I think I can name it. I'm trying to okay. name it. Okay. Three, two, one. It's four. One movie. One. Oh, God damn it. It's one. I, you said I can name it. Yeah, and I, was I like, know. Well, I, I but, so here, you it. gave it away. I was going to say four. So yeah. it's one movie, but. Um, James Franco. Yes. Yes. What? And And, and he was a prostitute. James Franco was a prostitute in yeah, the movie. Yeah, it's James Franco and uh, Mena Savari. Yeah, Mina Savari. Yeah, yeah it's Mina called uh, Sunny. That's right. Yeah. What I, the I could... fuck? It's, uh, he's a military dude. Or no, he comes back from the military back to his house in like Baton Rouge or New Orleans. Yeah, I yeah, remember. yeah. But he is a, he's a brothel. Yeah, he works in a brothel. He's a prostitute. <laughs> and he's like trying to get out and his like family and the what, family business won't let it happen. What year did this come 2002. Out? <laughs> oh my God. And I watched the trailer for it and the, one of the first things they said is, in his directorial debut, <laughs> <laughs> And I don't think it's very good either. Like, oh oh no, I'd never seen it, but I just the trailer, I'm like, oh, this is good. This, this is trash. Yeah. God, well. Uh, he never went back to directing. So. This is, this is, upsetting because Brando you have once again beat me three Woo! weeks in a row now I need, <laughs> I need some Dude, points man. you have closed the gap it is 61 you 63 me <gasps> oh I got, I got you baby boy <laughs> yes this Alex is why he's keeping me off the show <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're my favorite guest you ask those Brando questions baby <laughs> I thought those were pretty good questions. No, that was great questions. I was trying to be a little weird. Dude, those were too generic I'm actually surprised how much Nicolas Cage knowledge I have in my brain. That's the sad thing. My brain is full of this dumb shit. I can't know anything useful to my life. You're Uh. at capacity with Sonny. (laughs) You know that James Franco movie where he was a prostitute? Hey, Nicolas Cage directed that. Everyone's like, no, I don't I don't care. I don't care. I am I am surprised it's only one as well. <laughs> wow. Dude, I'm actually looking forward to the bonus banter episode. Well, shouldn't it be too because he no, did he direct the movie inside of the movie? <laughs> no, he's a producer. No, yeah. I, he wrote I, I like a writer. Looked, like, no, he was he's not credited as a writer or oh, in no, the movie. In, in the, the movie. movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck <laughs> off. Too meta. Oh, too meta. Hey. There we go. There we yeah. go. Cheers, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm actually really proud of us today. We did not say we. I mean, the only times we actually said meta was on purpose. 
Yeah, it was not. Yeah, we, we, there's no way we could do this episode without saying meta, though. But we actually only said it really on purpose. Yeah, there we yeah. go. There yeah. we go. That's good. Because I was so aware of it. I, this I whole know. Time, yeah. I Once thinking, he made it a drinking game, I was like, I'm not fucking saying, saying it. I'm so hungover today. I can't I, do I it. I was like getting a plan ready with yeah. for Sarah. You, I was like, look, you're going to have to take care of me. You are not the most hungover guest we've ever had, though. <laughs> uh, that's for sure true. Yeah, I, my guess would be Joko. It is Joko. <laughs> <laughs> Where he apologizes like seven or eight times throughout the movie. I'm sorry, man. I'm so hungover. What? I was like, no, you're still fucking funny. What, it's uh, great. what episode was that he was on that was uh, the hungover? They were super hungover. It wasn't Teenage Mutant Turtles. Was it Adam Sandler? Was it that? No. No, no, it was the, uh, the, the, uh, Oh, Wayne's World. World. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun episode. I'm pretty sure it was that. Uh, well, this is a great episode, dude. It wasn't, was it Slashers? It was Slashers. It wasn't Wayne's World. It was Slashers. Are you sure? Yeah, he did a few for you guys' Halloween. You know what? Listeners, let us know. (laughs) Let us know in the comments. We don't know. Which episode was Joko the most hungover on? He's going to text you as soon as he hears it. He is. He'll let us know. Oh, man. Fucking Alex, you're the fucking best. We were trying to remember when was the last time you were on the show, and I think it was all the way back in season one, early season one. Yeah. did the Pokemon Go episode? Yeah, I no, no. Early was Loki. Loki was like your third or fourth episode. Yeah, I believe. you were one of our very first guests yeah. all the time. Uh, yeah. Loki was our third episode. We did best movies MCU than Loki. Okay, so yeah. uh, so me and Audrey, Puck were second. Audrey yeah. was our first guest. She's been our first guest for every single season. And then you and Puck were second. Were our second guest. So yeah. you're you're our second guest of all yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. You I was gonna Puck. do next week's as well, and then. Um, Oh, and text me and say, hey, you got to choose one. You can't be on two weeks. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I've already done uh, enough of the one subject. I don't uh, know not next week, the week after. Okay. Yeah. I feel like we need to do more Nicolas Cage episodes. <laughs> Dude, do not tempt I, Honestly, I was bummed how busy I was this week because I really wanted to watch a lot of Nicolas Cage. Alex was like texting me. He's like, so how many Nicolas Cage movies? I'm like, well, we're going to talk a lot about Unbearable Weight, but anything you want to talk about, watch. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Alex, you're fucking cool as hell, man. Thanks like, for having me again. How, uh, how can everyone find you on my socials? Oh, uh, it's Alex E. Alberico. Uh, Alberico. Alberico. A L E X E A L B E R I C O. I know no one reads the show notes of these episodes, <laughs> but I don't, the last episode, I, I prefaced this by saying next week we're having the unpronounceable Alex. <laughs> I love that. On, on yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's my Nick Cage name. The unpronounceable <laughs> Alexander <laughs> Alberico. The unpronounceable name of Alex Alberico. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Banter and Such Podcast and as well on Reddit at Banter and Such. Yes, and this is off the script, but we got our fucking Patreon! Finally, finally you got the Patreon up. Patreon.com slash Banter and Such. such. It's, it's a, we got the link in the show notes, mm-hmm. so tap on that bad boy. It's the only and... way to get access to Banter and Such. Yes. You can, uh, uh, bonus we, Banter. Bonus Banter, yes, sorry. Bonus Banter as well. We do have polls and questions up where you do get to vote on future content and as well things on the loser's wheel. I put three levels. Yes. And on the maximum level, you actually get to have a say in upcoming topics. Yes. On upcoming episodes. Yes. Which I think is a big deal. Yeah, that's, that's you get creative yeah. influence on the show. So. Yeah. 
Um, and and the, each one has its own perks. So it's it's really cool. Man, we just want to make more of this stuff. We want to make more of Wasted Truth. We want to make more of, of, of Swords and Unicorns and Fairly Odd Fairy Tales and all that stuff. So every every bit of support helps to 100%. kind of put more good shit in the world. And so. other things in the works. Yes. Oh, oh. my God, Alex. Yes. Uh, officially, I have gotten the text message. Are we doing this? Drunkenly yeah. at 4.30 in the morning, <laughs> I got the text message that Master and Debaters is back on. Woo! Yep, me and Spencer will have a lot more free time come the beginning of July. Yeah, You guys a just got fired? More. No, actually the bars we work at have been around for 10 years are closing their doors, but thanks, yeah. Brando. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I thought that was a joke. <laughs> oh, we really got this Patreon oh, going. Man, we gotta I get got... this Patreon going. Help pay Alex's bills. Sorry, I just love the dark humor. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna like your schedule freed up. No. Oh no. That's my no. fucking job, man. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> camp in uh, Mercy Lounge. Closing yeah. their doors. Oh, Unfortunately. Man. That's uh, terrible. That's terrible. And we are proud members of the Helios Network, a collection of great podcasts made by regular people. Yes, yeah, so check out theheliosnetwork.com because you can check out other amazing shows like Swords and Unicorns! Yes, which is Brando's, uh, his little pet project. Yes. It's him, his wife, and his two kids playing Dungeons and Dragons and it's, it's absolutely... so fucking cute. You yes? heard it? You heard oh, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We just released our third episode it's and like so fucking when they're cute. making, when the little girls are making fun of Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> whenever she tries something and it fails. So we're about to release our fourth episode. So we're doing them in like bite-sized pieces. So like you can jump Every in. other week. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to miss the storyline. You can jump in whenever you want. And this next one's got this like Halloween vibe. And I had so much fun <laughs> putting in all these sound effects and soundscapes and all this stuff. I love that. I, I honestly get their names confused. But one of your daughters is like very just aggressive. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this magic spell. And the other one's like, I'm going to investigate. Make sure everything is good. <laughs> just like freaking opposite. Yes. My older daughter gets into the role play and the fantasy element and my younger daughter is like, well, I have a sword. I can slash him in his fucking face. <laughs> yeah. He's into yes, orange he's aggressive <laughs> Yeah, apparently when they kill rat people, they explode. Should, then, should so. we go ahead and announce the relaunch? Of what? Hammered and Helios. Oh, are we relaunching? We it? are officially relaunching Hammered and Helios here in a few months. Really? Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. So Hammered and Helios, if you all know, that's the first podcast we ever did. It's a D&D podcast. We are going to be releasing the last episodes of it here soon. We finished up the storyline. We finished up the storyline, and then we're going to be relaunching it where it is going to still be Hammered and Helios, but it's going to be one-shot adventures with bartenders in Nashville who have never played D&D yes. before. This is going to be Yes, great. Alex, I'm raising my hand yeah. right now. <laughs> this, so it's going to be like experienced people with inexperienced <laughs> bartenders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's going to be the wasted truth playing Dungeons <laughs> yeah. and Dragons. So it's going to it's going to be me as a dungeon master and then one or and then two to three bartenders in Nashville plus one of the re, or one of the original ho, uh, guests or yeah, yeah. I'm uh, one of the re, Wow, words original are hard. Hosts. Yeah, one of the original hosts, uh, players of Hammer and Helios. Yeah. So it could be Brando, it could be Garrett, it could be Mike, it could be Dean, uh, and it's going to be absolutely fun. Every single episode will, you know, a story arc might go like three or four episodes, yeah. but they're going to be standalone adventures of that group. And I know this is a lot of announcements, but we can't help it because we're just so excited. <laughs> yes. But our very first live show is coming up for the Helios Network. Yes. The Wasted Truth is recording two live shows. If you're in the Nashville area, it's right here in Nashville at Lakeside Lounge on May 29th at 7 p.m., right? Is that correct, Owen? 7 p.m.? 
Oh, uh, 7 p.m. is when the party starts. 8 p.m. is when the first podcast yes. starts. And we're we're going to have our own special drinks. We're going to have photo booths set up. We're making it a whole event. Yes. Just because we're photo so excited about it. Photo booth is in the works. Yeah, photo booth is in the works. Well, I guess, I guess. I just wanted to talk for Jill. <laughs> but it's, it's so fun. We'd love, if you're in the Nashville area, come out to Lakeside Lounge on the 29th. The great thing is uh, that we're not selling tickets at the door, nope. so you can be there for free. Uh, and just be a part of the show. Be a part of the live. There'll be competitions as well. We're going to be selling merch. Uh, We have uh, Wasted Truth shirts coming out that will have their logo on the front. And on the back, it says, if you don't tip 20%, your mom's a hoe. (laughs) Uh, We'll be saying shirts for, yeah, $25 per shirt. And honestly, uh, a lot of that money, uh, majority of the money that actually goes uh, from the shirt sales will be go directly to the girls. uh, So you'll be helping support them and also the Helios Network. Yes, yes. So uh, we, we just have a lot of things in the work yeah, that we're really excited great. about. So. I'm, I'm, yeah. You want to talk for another 30 minutes about I it do, on bonus banter? I do. I'm just so excited. I love you all. I love you all. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Banter and Such. Next week. It's funny, Alex, that you're on this episode because uh, we're next week. We have Puck on, which is, you know, the, the <laughs> Trinity. And Puck and will be joining us for Moon Knight, Woo! which I'm Ooh. very excited about because that show has been fucking Ridiculous. I think it might overtake my favorite series, depending on how it ends. Might yes. overtake Loki for me. Loki's been number one. Ooh, okay. As far as series, yeah. okay. and it might. Overtake. Wandavision probably is still. I think Wandavision yeah, is still my nine, favorite. Yeah. But I've really loved Moon Knight. Like, Moon Knight's been great. I'm waiting to see this ending though. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said it. Depending on how it ends, it's, yeah. it might take. Over. I just Dude, watched the entire episode with a hippopotamus as a main character. So. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I'm Brando and I'm Owen. And until next time, may your week be filled with BS. Declaration of Independence. Okay, this didn't make it into the episode, but there's a real story. Oh, not the beach! Not the beach! Can you, oh, can you shit, top sorry. me off there? Yeah. With some more? yeah, can you top me off? This as is well? a real. This is a real. I story. might as well be drunk for the fantasy draft that we're doing. Call me Sunny. I'll top you <laughs> off, boys. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> so you, <laughs> <laughs> you slut. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, real. What question? Uh, if you had to fuck James Franco, how no. m- how many dollars would it would it cost you? <laughs> One dollar. One dollar. <laughs> the top or the yeah. bottom? Yeah. <laughs>